unless I can't resist. By Runaway Dreamer. Rating is explicit. No archive warnings apply. Category is male-male. Fandom is supernatural. Relationship, Dean Winchester slash Sam Winchester. Character, Dean Winchester, Sam Winchester. Additional tags. Early in canon. Brotherly platonic handjobs. What does platonic even really mean? First time. And this is part four of the West series. Summary. There are a few universal concepts in the world. One, same figures, is love. Another, porn. He knows Dean will loudly sing the praises of the latter. It's the former he's not so sure of. Notes. Bringing my old fix over from LiveJournal. This was originally posted on the 20th of May, 2013, and completes the series. Please enjoy. Baited by Novak Ev and Knight Rider 101, to whom I am still very grateful. Title from the May West quote. I generally avoid temptation, unless I can't resist it. Chapter 1. Hope is a hard thing to have. It's like they say, the lower you set your standards, the less likely you are to be disappointed when things inevitably go right to hell. Well, they say something like that. So maybe that makes hope the naive man's high standard. Maybe that makes Sam the naive man. He hopes not. He'd just like to be pleasantly surprised for once in his life. It's not that much to ask when you've saved the world a couple of times before you've even turned 30, is it? He doesn't count the couple times he almost ended it. Two months. Sam stares at himself in the mirror. Or at least he tries, through what's probably 20 years of mold spots that look like something you should only be able to see under a microscope. Two months since he kissed his brother and denied them the aftermath by clamming up and bolting out in the midst of a mini-mind implosion that didn't really solve anything in the end. Sure, he's come to the decision that Dean is his one true fucking love, and he's come to terms with the fact that Dean might feel something similar, which is terrifying in its own special way. The fact that Dean hasn't come near him sexually, anyway, for two months. 64 entire days, to be exact. Sure hasn't helped any. He's still as infuriatingly cocky as ever, still just as cringe-worthily suggestive over the most mundane things. He still guides Sam around obstacles and through doors with an open hand pressed intimately to the small of his back still looks away a beat too slow when Sam catches him staring, this private little smile in his mouth that Sam can't make heads or tails of, and a brisk head shake scatters the thoughts from the visual projector behind his eyes. Come to think of it, maybe those last couple things aren't the usual affair. Either way, it doesn't change the fact that Dean hasn't approached him for one of their, uh, sessions, if you will. In two months. Two months. It's pretty damn frustrating. And not just for me, 
Sam assumes, index finger rubbing absently at the slick porcelain basin. Unless Dean's learned to be a whole lot subtler in the last two months, he hasn't gone looking for release elsewhere. No late nights in seedy bars, no taking off with the grateful victim of their latest solved case. He's taking advantage of his own right hand, or he's just plain not getting any. Unlikely. Suppressing an irritated grunt, Sam twists the hot water on and scrubs the cum off his hand. He gets a little satisfaction from knowing that if he's feeling the effects of all this pent-up tension, then Dean's probably strained his wrist by now. Sam kind of hopes so, anyway. Otherwise, that would mean Dean doesn't care at all, which doesn't go well with Sam's stupid, secret dream of the kind of happily ever after you only see in fairy tales. Stupid Dean. Stupid, annoying, lovable, gorgeous Dean. The strangled, high-pitched sound of exasperation that comes out of Sam's throat doesn't bear acknowledging, so he just dries his hands, takes a deep, calming breath, and goes back into the main room. There's light sneaking around the edges of the ill-fitted curtain over the room's window, and it makes him squint. It's probably only an hour past dawn, but the clear, bright illumination tells him the room is facing east. What kind of unstable malcontent builds a motel facing the sunrise? He stands there glaring at the cheerful rays until his eyes adjust to the light, and he's probably halfway back to sleep, contemplating the merits of crawling into bed for a few more hours. Checkout isn't until eleven. You keep frowning like that and you'll scare the sun away for good. Sam flinches in surprise at the sound of Dean's voice, and then waits out the tingle that creeps down his spine. Dean's voice is deepest in the lull after he wakes, the kind of growl a timber wolf could envy. Sam has more than one fantasy about wrapping his hand around Dean's throat and making him talk until he goes hoarse, just to feel that distant thunder rumble under the palm of his hand. Good morning, Samuel. Dean enunciates, prompting. A cough clears the lump in Sam's throat, and he turns away from the window. Sorry. Morning. Morning, Dean says with a gruff chuckle. His eyes are closed, and he's got the covers thrown off, stretched out lazily on his bed. The old t-shirt he wore to sleep has ridden up, and his boxers have ridden down. It exposes a smooth expanse of creamy skin over his hips and belly that makes Sam simultaneously want to jerk off all over again and gouge his own eyes out because the sight is the worst kind of temptation. By the time Sam's stopped imagining filthy, filthy things to do to that canvas of skin, Dean's opened his eyes. He's got that infuriating little grin on his face that Sam can't even be annoyed by because it's not smirky or obnoxious enough. It's fond, if anything, and it makes Sam's gut and chest and throat all clench up at once, leaving him too flustered to say something that will divert the moment to one less electric. You use all the hot water? What? Sam asks with a frown. No, I just got up. Oh, why is your hair all wet then? There's a puzzled frown on Dean's face that turns into something more concerned. Nightmare? 
hand going automatically to his head. Sam feels the moisture clumping his hair together at his temples and down at the back of his neck. He can't help the furious heat that burns his cheeks then. It's just sweat, but it's sweat brought on by waking up from a dream about... Damn. A dream about wearing a leather collar, the same green as his brother's eyes, attached to a leash being held by said eight-foot-tall Dean wearing a fur codpiece and not much else. It was a confusing kind of a morning wood, sure, but not confusing enough to keep him from hot-footing it to the bathroom to relieve the almost painful ache. I splashed. Sam mutters, gesturing. It's not the most convincing lie ever, but he's perplexed anew by the memory, so it's the best he can manage. You know, water. On my face? Dean looks at him like he's wondering when his brother lost the last few marbles he'd managed to hold onto over the years. Dean thinks he's a dumbass, alert the press. Uh-huh, if you say so. The easy acquiescence grates on Sam's nerves. The thing is, he's pretty sure he'd tell Dean the truth if he'd just ask. But Dean's so ready to take him at his word these days, so willing not to push. When Sam realizes how he's thinking, like some teenaged cliché, getting pissy because his crush can't read his mind, he sighs and lets it go. It's not like these last months of stalemate are all Dean's fault. Sam's a grown-up too. He could just as easily suck it up and tell Dean how he feels. It's only the unscalable brick wall of potentially losing his brother forever that's holding him back. Nothing serious. Sam mentally rolls his eyes and grabs his duffel, fishing around for a spare towel. All the bedding and towels provided by the motel smell like mildew. There's a creak of bed springs behind him, and then something soft whoops into the back of his head. Too slow, Dean crows, already through the bathroom door by the time Sam whirls around. Jackass, Sam complains, throwing the pillow projectile. Dean's cologne, for the record, only makes mildew smell marginally better. Back at his brother, where it flops dejectedly off Dean's hip and onto the floor. Dean doesn't even acknowledge it, busy examining his face in the mirror too, remind himself how pretty he is, determine if he needs to shave or not. After a second, though, he stops and his head cocks to the side in a curious gesture. Sam's about to ask him if he's found a zit, since those are always good material for a day or two of teasing. But then Dean stands up straight and his head tilts back. His nostrils flare and Sam freezes, body on edge, before his brain even knows why. He can only see the side of Dean's face where his mouth lifts into a smirk, eyelid drooping closed. He breathes deeply through his nose again, scenting the air. Sammy. The breath sighs back out on an exhale. Hairs stand up all over Sam's body. Dean peers at him from the corner of his eye crow's feet showing where that smirk seems to curve all the way up his face. His gaze wanders from Sam's face to his crotch, staring shamelessly. You really are having a good morning, huh? 
mouth opening and closing like a dumb fish. Sam goes hot all over. It's reflexive embarrassment, old echo of a feeling from back when they were teenagers, sharing a room and never, ever letting it slide if one of them walked in to find the air musky and humid after the other had pretty obviously been jerking off. Of course, by the time Sam was firmly seated in the stage of hardly being able to keep his hand out of his shorts for more than an hour, Dean was too cool and worldly to be ashamed of being caught at something like that. So yeah, it's embarrassment, but it's also a hot pulse of arousal. Because neither of them have been teenagers for a long time now, and Sam's pretty sure Dean never looked at him like this back then. While Sam stands there trying to decide whether humiliation or lust is the prevailing emotion, Dean's grin gets less, how about a cowboy, and more, you're such a little bitch. Hips cocked, half hard in his boxers, hair rumpled, and eyes still sleepy. He's the brother Sam would take the world on for, and the one he wants to kiss every day for the rest of his life, all wrapped up in one neat little incestuous package. By the time Sam realizes he's never been quite as okay with the deviant urge as he is with this one, Dean's expression has gone rueful. Something like exasperation colors the smile he aims at Sam. When the door closes between them, Sam knows he's missed his moment to speak. In a new state and a new room, there's a pregnant silence as the door swings shut. Dean breaks it. Was it just me or was that guy watching foot fetish porn before he checked us in? Sam finally lets out the mirth he's been suppressing since they left the motel office. Before? He didn't look away from it the whole time he was renting us the room. With an exaggerated shudder, Dean tosses his duffel onto one of the beds and the supplies bag onto the table. Knew we should have stopped at that place back in Laramie. It was like ten bucks cheaper, too. It didn't have Wi-Fi. And God forbid we not be able to check our my book for new tweeters. Dean mutters as he throws his jacket over a chair and sits down to unlace his boots. Honestly, there's enough wrong with the statement that Sam's not even going to bother, for his own sake. I'll give you $10 if you promise not to bitch about it all night. Dude, we pool our money anyway. I might as well give myself $10. Exactly, so shut up, Sam says reasonably. He grabs the laptop charger and plugs it into the wall, leaving it to boot up. Out of the corner of his eye, he can see Dean doing his favorite Sam impersonation. He's flicking back imaginary bangs and miming words through a downturned mouth while overdoing what he calls Sam's earnest eyebrows. Trying not to laugh and give Dean the satisfaction, he scoops the salt out of the supplies bag and moves to line the doors and windows. Dean, looking pleased with himself, uses a clear glue stick to draw protective symbols on the walls. It's not as effective as, say, angel blood, but it won't get them chased with a shotgun if the manager wants to inspect the room before they leave. If he can tear himself away from all those toes and ankles, anyway. They're comfortably quiet while they go through the usual routine. It's a warm night, but not enough to bother with the AC. So Dean cracks a window to let a little fresh air in. A breeze stirs the gauze curtains and lets in the sound 
of the motel's inhabitants. There are a couple of kids yelling and laughing before bed. Someone's TV is playing an infomercial for something that's blowing the mind of whoever's selling it. And the traffic from the interstate is a background hum like the soundtrack to their lives. Gonna grab a shower. Sam decides aloud. Yeah, okay. Have fun. Dean says. Sam eyes him sideways to see if he's making a joke, but Dean's just unloading gear to clean their weapons. There might be a smirk on his face, but it could just be his five o'clock shadow casting, well, shadows. The flutter in Sam's stomach persists despite the doubt, so he picks up his shaving bag and hides, shuts himself in the bathroom. He doesn't have any reason to rush since Dean hadn't mentioned wanting a shower so it's probably 30 minutes before he finishes. That's practically hedonistic by their standards. Neither of them are unused to having to conserve hot water so they can both clean up or get in, wash the blood, dirt, slime off, and get the hell out of Dodge before someone comes looking for them. The motel room's lit by numerous sources, but the overhead light is back out and the window is closed again. Dean's got one eye on some TV shows Sam would probably find offensive on principle if he could be bothered, looking at anything but his brother. The other eye is on their collection of knives he's got under the glow of a desk lamp. He has one of the Bowies in his hand right now, Sam's favorite. The knife, that is. He watches as Dean puts down the oiled whetstone and starts wiping the blade with a cloth. He's lulled by the practiced motions and Dean's shiny knuckles. The glint of light off the metal as it turns over. You okay? Dean asks after who knows how long. He doesn't look up from what he's doing. Hasn't the whole time Sam was hypnotized by the sight. But he knows the weight of Sam's gaze. I'm good. Sam replies quietly. He is good, he realizes. There's something about the warm night the softly lit room, and the normalcy of the whole thing that has him feeling calm. Kind of horny after watching Dean fondle his favorite knife so expertly, but that's nothing new. Dropping the towel and pulling on a pair of sweats, he takes the laptop and puts it at the end of his bed, climbing on after it and settling on his stomach. This way, he can see the TV past the screen if he wants to and keep an eye on Dean at the same time. Win-win. Seriously don't know how Nautica's still there. Dean grouches out of nowhere, breaking the comfortable silence. She bitches more than you half the time. Tyra should have sent her home weeks ago. Buh? Sam grunts and looks up, uncomprehending. The TV's volume is down, just a parade of simultaneously skimpy and excessive amounts of fabric and overdone makeup. A peroxide blonde man makes skeptical faces as a photographer dances around the women. What the actual fuck are you talking about? What are you watching? Dean has the gall to roll his eyes and shake his head like Sam should be embarrassed by his ignorance. Forget it. It's too late in the cycle to catch you up now. Go back to asking WebMD what that red spot on your ass is. Sam only hesitates for a second. I do not have a spot on my ass he replies with 97% surety. He's maybe about to stick his hand down the back of his pants just to be certain, but then he catches sight of the muscle twitching in Dean's jaw. 
He sighs. Jerk. Dean laughs openly. Whatever, bitch. You're such a sucker. What are you doing anyway? He asks as he sheaths their knives and packs them away, finished for the night. He angles his body toward Sam, wiping oil from his hands with a clean rag. Uh, Sam replies. He looks down at the laptop quickly to double-check what he was doing. That connection you made with the missing kids from Rocky Mountain campsites, and that article about the rise in voluntary terminations of parental rights in Boulder. Pretty sure you're onto something, man. Of course I am. I'm a goddamn genius. Dean declares blandly, throwing the rag on the table and walking over to the bed. He pokes Sam in the side and puts a knee up on the mattress. Scooch, Bigfoot. I want to see you proving me right. Automatically shuffling over to make room, Sam tries to tame the sudden twist in his stomach as Dean lies down beside him. Dean gets half on his side with a knee bent up to conserve space on the small bed, and he radiates warmth all up and down the side of Sam's body. The faded blue wife beater he's wearing brushes lightly on Sam's arm and forms a flimsy barrier he irrationally resents. Any day now, buddy. Dean says, drawing Sam again from a sleazy kind of reverie. He's not looking at Sam, but he looks smug as fuck, like he knows exactly where Sam's head is. And maybe he does. Sam just doesn't know when this thing between them evolved into a game of incestuous cat and mouse, nor whether or not he's that interested in running anymore. Okay, so these are the report statistics of kids missing from national forests throughout Colorado over the last four years. It's easy to fall into the rhythm of a typical case brainstorm, despite Dean's atypical closeness. Sam gestures a little wildly with his hands when he really gets going. It's not easy with his elbows planted in the mattress and one hand directing the cursor to 50 different browser tabs and websites, but he manages not to poke either of them in the eye. Dean makes his usual grunts and mutters things that sometimes mean, I don't understand a word you just said, and other times mean, tell me more about my Einstein-like powers of deduction, depending on what Sam's rambling about at the time. Once Sam's shown him all he was able to find online, they talk theories, some plausible, some a little outlandish even for their line of work. It's during this wind-down that Sam notices the changes in position Dean's managed while they were going over the info. The leg he had bent up at the knee has come to rest lying over Sam's hip and ass, leaving him half-straddling Sam's side. The thing that has his voice cutting off mid-sentence, though, is the hand Dean's got wrapped casually around his bicep thumb brushing back and forth over skin that instantly breaks out into goosebumps with the realization. Dean says something about a court document on the screen. When Sam doesn't reply, still kind of perplexed and yearning in silence, Dean looks up at him askance. You still with me, or have you filled up your research meter for the night? Sam just stares back. He wants to look down at Dean's hand around his arm to make sure he's not actually imagining it, like some sort of phantom limb, but he doesn't want to risk alerting Dean to it in case he takes it away. The band of warmth his palm is emanating 
travels all the way to Sam's chest. Dean frowns, squeezing gently with his fingers when the silence drags on. Seriously, dude, you okay? The look on your face is stupider than usual. The very loosely cloaked concern snaps Sam out of it. Mostly. He blushes and looks back at the computer. Yeah, fine. I just remembered something I could look up. Hang on. There should be a link here, somewhere. He rattles off, tapping and typing and double-clicking kind of manically at the laptop. The more words he can make come out of his mouth, the less attention he can devote to Dean's crotch pressing against his hip, and whether he can make out the shape of, whoa, whoa, whoa. Dean interrupts the gush of words, laughing and tipping closer to Sam and the laptop, like there was any room between them anyway. What is that? What's what? Sam starts to ask, gaze flicking between Dean and the monitor. It takes him precious seconds to realize. When he does, he hacks out an expletive and slaps his hand at the keyboard. Oh, no, you don't. Dean says, laughter still coloring his voice as he catches Sam's wrist to keep him from disturbing the text in the browser's address bar. It only took three little letters for the ever-eager and traitorous autofill function to suggest a cached URL that Sam's visited way more times lately than, say, morbid curiosity would excuse. Three little letters, B-R-O, and brotherfuckerfrenzy.com just volunteered its way to the top of Sam Winchester's personal shit list. The ensuing scramble probably looks less like a fight to the death than it feels to Sam. He tries to get at the laptop and open a different page or type a different URL or toss the whole thing off the bed and hope it explodes on impact with the floor. Meanwhile, Dean laughs some more. He laughs like the son of a bitch he is and pins Sam's flailing wrist to the bed. Gee, Sammy, didn't anyone ever tell you to delete your history after you've been looking at porn? He says patronizingly. Fuck you. Sam bitches. He hisses when Dean digs an elbow into the inside of one of his forearms and his hand goes slack. Damn it, Dean, would you stop? Their other hands slap and scratch at each other when Sam manages to finagle his own free for a second. The victory is short-lived, though, Dean snatching his wrist in a feint and shoving it under his left arm with the other one already squeezed against his side. Before Sam can slither backward on the bed and find some leverage to take his arms back, Dean presses down with the leg he's got thrown over Sam's ass, effectively trapping him unless he wants to start an actual brawl. Sam huffs, breathing heavily from the tussle and probably bright red from embarrassment. His stomach churns on top of the butterflies brought on by the ache in his wrists, over the bone where Dean's thumbs pressed hardest. Let me go, asshole. You've got your blackmail material for the next ten years. What the fuck ever? Aw, Sam, don't be like that. Dean chuckles, and of course, he's hardly out of breath. He pats the side of Sam's head with his free hand, ignoring the irritable shake-off. I'm not gonna make fun. He backtracks at Sam's disbelieving look. Well, no more than usual, you know. I'm just trying to help you out here if you'd stop fucking squirming for a second. 
Dean gives a tight warning squeeze of his arm at Sam's continued attempts to warm his hands free. Sam makes a pained noise when one of his wrists pulls sharply, then decides to stop fighting before he sprains something. That's better. Now, as I was saying, I'm just trying to help you out. Everyone knows the guys on that website aren't really brothers. Sam gapes, not totally convinced he's understanding right. Dean barks out another laugh at the expression on his face, but his cheeks go pink with a little flush. Sam's almost positive. He's about to demand some serious clarification when Dean turns his attention back to the laptop and starts tapping something out with one finger. You don't go to the big sites for this stuff, man. They're all just actors playing at it. If you want the good stuff, you gotta go to the amateur sites. Dean explains, like he's educating Sam on how to avoid knockoff electronics. Completely unable to say a word, Sam continues to gape between his brother and the computer screen. A web address slowly forms behind Dean's henpecking. It's obviously one he's well acquainted with. The knowledge does nothing to help ease Sam's nerves. It does take the prickle from his skin, but only to replace it with a coal burning low in his belly. He's kind of afraid to get his hopes up. Breathe. Stop looking at me like that. Dean mutters, clicking through a couple of links, not meeting his eyes. I'm doing you a favor. I'm not looking at you like anything, Sam insists, despite the way he's definitely looking at Dean exactly like that. However that is. Definitely like it, though, because the color keeps rising in Dean's cheeks the longer he looks. Just like that. Dean still won't face him, but he peers at him from the corner of his eyes, the briefest glance, and then back to the monitor. He clears his throat, Adam's apple jumping nervously when he swallows, although his voice has all the usual pomp and bravado when he says, So anyway, this is one of the good sights. You only need a couple decent search terms and you're... He taps words into the search bar. Good to go. There's a page full of video thumbnails when Sam focuses on the laptop. They're not big enough to see much detail, but there's a hell of a lot of bare skin, a couple of faces here and there, and links that say things like ripped gay brothers shower fuck and hot hot XXX brothers ride and... Bottom Brothers Twink Facial, must watch. Sam's pretty sure he even recognizes one of the videos, and his dick throbs and tries to fill where it's crushed against the mattress, because if Dean knows these videos, and Sam knows these videos, then the logical conclusion is that they've both watched some of these videos. They've both gotten off watching the same men that are supposedly brothers fucking each other in myriad ways and places. His breath catches, and Dean finally looks at him. Sam's not surprised to get a poker face, but it only lasts as long as it takes Dean to gauge Sam's response to the whole situation. He can feel how warm his own face is, knows his pupils are probably wide even in the light from the laptop screen. Dean looks down at himself all of a sudden. Sam follows the line of sight to see his own fist clenched over the pendant hanging from the leather cord around Dean's neck. He has no idea when he grabbed it, 
Maybe as soon as Dean snared his forearms and the thing came within reach. Maybe in his surprise at Dean's familiarity with the good incest porn sites. Maybe forever. When Dean looks back up, there's a smirk playing around his mouth. His eyes flit back and forth between Sam's, trying to get a read on him. You okay there? A series of blinks probably isn't going to work as far as a reply goes, Sam figures. He has to swallow thickly a couple of times just to work some saliva into his mouth. He licks his lips, watches as Dean watches, and then nods slowly because words have abandoned him again in the face of Dean's attention. His eyes are as green as grass, freckles cinnamon flecks over his pinked cheeks, the sly curve of his mouth, the nail in Sam's coffin. Want to see my favorite? Dean asks, a deep murmur that makes the hairs on Sam's arms stand up. He can't imagine anything better right then, so he nods again without breaking eye contact and wonders if it's just him or if the temperature in the room is rising as fast as he thinks it is. Maybe it's Dean's steady breaths brushing his cheeks. He breathes a little deeper, in case it is. Despite Sam's affirmative answer, Dean takes a few more beats of time before breaking their gaze to focus on the laptop. He clicks the website's search filter and sorts the results by popularity and then rating. Sam's struck again by the ease with which he navigates the site. He has a vivid mental flash of Dean at some nameless motel room table, laptop in front of him, rubbing the growing bulge encased in his jeans as he finds a decent video to watch, all the while wishing for Sam to. The fantasy's broken when the video starts. The audio on the laptop is hopeless, but there's a faint, acoustic laugh that comes from one of two men sitting on a couch. There's a resemblance between them, Sam thinks, something around the eyes and jaw. Or maybe it's just the power of suggestion. There's an exchange of words between them, a scene skip. And then the man, who'd been laughing, is on his knees before the other, who's standing now in front of a window. The man on his feet strokes a hand affectionately through the other's hair, and Sam's eyes follow the black lines of a tattoo trailing up his forearm. Imagining the stark contrast of ink on Dean's skin, more than just that single mark on his chest, makes a shiver go through Sam. His closeness to his brother means it goes through him as well. Easy. Dean whispers, rubbing his cheek against Sam's shoulder, stubble tickling lightly at the skin. Dean. Sam starts. He stops there, too because he's not sure what he wants to say. If he even wants to say anything. He feels like maybe he should be terrified. That maybe he is, but his brain isn't transmitting the emotion properly to the rest of him. Yeah. Dean says, raising his head. His head doesn't angle to the laptop, so Sam turns automatically to meet his eyes. He doesn't say anything, just looks at Sam and absently strokes a finger at the soft, sensitive skin of Sam's inner arm, just below his armpit. The touch sparks his blood and makes him inhale sharply. Dean's eyes drop to his mouth, then, and Sam licks his lips unthinkingly. 
Dean's eyelids go heavy, his own lips parting. Before Sam can even think of doing something outrageous, of making the first move, Dean's free hand cradles the back of his head and pulls him into a kiss. Terror, adrenaline, bone-shaking lust, whatever it is, maybe all of them, surges through Sam's bloodstream and freezes him in place just long enough to let Dean spread his mouth and breathe life into Sam, where it had been kind of lost until now. Unwilling to waste another second of the opportunity, Sam kisses back, stomach tightening at the sound Dean makes when he feels Sam's lips touch the inside of his own. This time isn't like the last. It's not Sam's heart breaking under the weight of Dean's unknowingly careless hands. But maybe that's only because Sam knows his own feelings now, and he's willing to acknowledge them in the privacy of his mind. Even knowing that, there's something painful, the good kind and the bad, about how incredible it feels to kiss his brother. The frenzy of the first time is absent, replaced by something Sam can't quantify or translate. The way Dean's soft lips catch Sam's lower and pull lightly could mean anything. The way he opens his mouth against Sam's and brushes the tips of their tongues together could mean something too. Or maybe they don't mean anything more than the physical interaction they are. If their ability to communicate properly hadn't been crippled before they were old enough to spell the word, these moments could be different ones entirely. Sam's more than used to lamenting the sad fact, but it strikes him as a little more tragic than usual right now. When the kiss ends, he can't move. He's a hair's breath from still being connected at the mouth to Dean, and his breath shakes quietly in and out of his lungs. Watch, it's about to get good. Dean rumbles, nudging Sam's face to the side with his cheek. The tip of his nose traces lightly along the line of Sam's cheekbone, and the tenderness of the gesture hits Sam as a burst of want, along with some insecurity, frustration, jealous of Dean's attention being shared by the video. And yet, the video was the point to begin with, wasn't it? He doesn't even know if he has the right to be jealous. If the video is incidental to getting off with him, or if he's incidental to Dean getting off with the video. Sam may have himself, mostly, figured out. But Dean's still the riddle, someone wrapped in an enigma and shrouded in a pain-in-the-ass mystery. Sam looks up at the laptop just in time to see the tattooed man's cock being held flat against his belly by the thick waistband of his briefs. There's a sticky shine at the tip and the kneeling man's tongue drags wet and firm from below the head, right up and over the slit. The sight is visceral, and it hits Sam like a punch to the gut, like he can feel Dean's tongue leaving that same path and pressing his cockhead to his belly. A helplessly aroused sound comes out of him that Dean meets with his own pleased hum, right in Sam's ear where Dean's started nuzzling, sending a convulsive shiver over his scalp. The details of the porno gets a little fuzzy. Sam's eyes unfocused to concentrate his senses on the hot swipe of Dean's tongue below his ear. Teeth graze the lobe, and damp breath 
tickles his hairline in steady waves. Time loses any real significance as Dean works over Sam's neck and shoulder, accepting the invitation when Sam bears his neck a little more or presses into Dean's mouth when he hits a good spot. The hitches of breath and short moans are unselfconscious because Jesus, if Dean wants to neck with him, Sam's not going to pretend like he doesn't enjoy it. He's pretty sure he's never enjoyed anything more. Sweating for me already, Sammy. Dean says and licks a trailing drop right from the slope of Sam's shoulder to the wet curls behind his ear. Sam sucks in a curse and cringes into the touch, so many nerves lighting up at once that the pleasure almost hurts. It's a hot video. He tries to banter once he gets his breath back. It falls predictably flat, but Dean laughs anyway, which means who the hell knows what. It is. Dean agrees, chin perching on Sam's shoulder to look at the laptop. A smirk grows on his mouth in Sam's peripheral vision before he says, Oh, you'll like this part. Instinctively contrary, Sam mutters, How would you know? Sure, they fooled around, but those have been very specific cases, so it's not like Dean's an expert in what turns Sam's crank. What makes Dean think he... Oh, the screen is filled with bare skin. The younger-looking man, the one who'd been on his knees before, is now bent over the couch cushions, ass up, and the one with the tattoos has a hand between his cheeks, fingers slipping on the gloss of lubed skin. Two sink inside the man without any further ado, and a tinny groan echoes from the laptop speaker. Shit. Sam grinds his uncomfortably hard cock into the mattress, not even trying to be subtle. Dean laughs again, an almost giddy sound, and shifts his own hips. He's halfway to hard, the shape of him obvious through the thin cotton of his boxers, and Sam's mouth goes dry. Before he can think it through, he presses sideways, a deliberate motion to force Dean's crotch tighter against his hip. Dean's laughter turns into a breathy moan. Look how tight he is. He murmurs, so Sam does. Dean's left hand moves, but Sam almost doesn't notice it settle oh so delicately into the small of his back when the view on screen zooms in to show three fingers now rocking just the second knuckle, back and forth inside the man. It's the heat of Dean's palm scorching his skin, slipping in the fine layer of sweat there that he registers. Cutting his eyes to the right, he looks at his brother. Dean doesn't meet his gaze, appearing rapidly attentive to the video before them with all its slick skin and flushed cocks. But when Sam doesn't look away for another beat, too, Dean's fingertips press deeper into the flesh of his back until the short nails make shallow crescents there. Sam's heartbeat skips and he swallows dryly when Dean's teeth bite down on his own lower lip, tongue peeking out to wet the pink skin. Sam has some effect on him. That much is clear. When Dean speaks, voice deep and graveled, Sam's thoughts derail spectacularly. Don't think he's as tight as you were, though. Sam's mouth falls open, sideswiped. Dean's not. 
Dean's bringing up that night in the shower. In all the time they fooled around, neither of them has ever mentioned a previous occurrence when they've done it. It's just one of the rules, like how the customer is always right, and to never fuck with librarians. Dean. Sam's pretty sure there's intent behind the word, but whether it's some kind of warning not to go too far in case it messes things up forever, regardless of just how badly Sam wants it, or encouragement to go on, because, quite frankly, Sam hasn't stopped thinking about that time, and if Dean hasn't either, then Sam wants to hear all a fucking about it. But whether it's one or the other, it doesn't matter, because Dean finally looks at him and plows right on either way. Even just with two fingers, I could tell. The way you squeezed around him so tight. Kept thinking how sweet that snug little hole feel around my dick. The words ruin Sam. Any semblance of composure flies out the window, and he drops his head to the bed, shoulders hunched up around his ears. His gut throbs with want, and he groans into the duvet. Dean's name again, or some mix of syllables that don't make it halfway to expressing how Sam needs. Know how much you liked it, Sammy. Dean whispers in his ear, a bolt of lightning through Sam's nervous system, forking off to every erogenous zone in his body. His breath heaves in his chest like a sob, caught against the bed and muffled, sounding like a shout in Sam's skull. Could tell by the way you fucked yourself on me. Way you let me feel you up inside. Hot little ass practically begging for it. Sam grinds his heart on into the mattress. Far from caring if he looks like a loser ready to go off like a rocket over some dirty talk. It's Dean dirty talking to him. He is ready to go off like a rocket. Yeah, you remember. Dean goes on, wicked. Smug grin easily discerned in the tone. The curve of his mouth touches the rim of Sam's ear, sending a shiver through his bones. You remember how good it felt getting fucked like that. And that was only two fingers. Imagine how hard you would have come if I'd used more. Sam whimpers, can't keep it in. He grabs hold of one of Dean's biceps, trying to ground himself back in reality. But it's not enough. He has to drag his head up to get some air, feeling suffocated by arousal and the words Dean's practically reading from the script of his recurring, guilty dreams. Oh, that got your attention, huh? Dean jokes darkly. His hand sweeps up Sam's back, a shiver climbing his spine in its wake and making him shudder when Dean grips the nape of his neck. He uses the hold to coax Sam's head into tipping backward. Sam swallows roughly, eyelids heavy, and stutters out a moan when Dean's mouth opens against his throat, sucking gently at the clean skin, teeth nipping after. You been thinking about it? Thinking how much better it could have felt if I'd put more inside you? He tempts, scalding hot kisses covering Sam's neck every few words. He lets go of Sam's head, and palms down his spine again, fingers alternating pressure as a pointed tease. Sam's hips lift off the bed when they reach his tailbone, 
like a cat arching into its owner's touch. Maybe my whole hand, if you were real good. Dean growls. Yes, Sam gasps, head tilted too far back to really shape the word. It makes Dean pause. What? He asks, voice faintly breathy, like he's lost track at Sam's interruption. His lips are slack against the moist skin over Sam's Adam's apple. Yes, Sam repeats, drawing on every ounce of Winchester bravado to call Dean's bet and raise it. I've been thinking about it, about how much crazier you would have gone if I'd let you do more. It's the truth, thinking about how fixated Dean was on touching Sam there, even after they'd both come, has been the subject of a lot of Sam's late night, daytime, afternoon, evening, early morning, ponderings. Dean doesn't say anything for a long moment. The only sounds are their labored breathing and the hollow grunts and moans still emanating from the laptop. Then he raises his head and a grin stretches across his face. Attaboy. He breathes and takes Sam's mouth in a kiss that swallows them up like a tsunami. The longer it goes on, the more restless Sam gets. As phenomenal a kisser as Dean is, as perfectly complimentary to one another as they seem to be, it's not enough. When Dean practically starts humping Sam's hip, he draws the line. The mattress doesn't hold a candle to the opposing friction Dean could provide, and Sam wants to feel that, wants to line them up and press every inch of himself to his brother and never come away again. But he doesn't get a chance. Just as he's about to flip onto his side and face Dean, Dean slides a hand down the back of Sam's sweats, immediately taking a handful of one of his bare ass cheeks. Sam tenses and holds his breath at the unexpected move. When he doesn't shift away, Dean groans and squeezes at the flesh and muscle just enough to feel out the shape. The air leaves Sam's lungs, but it's a worthy sacrifice. It lets him concentrate on the roughness of Dean's fingertips as they hesitate and then venture into his crease and away again. Dean's still kissing him, pressure and tongue easing and deepening in waves like he can't focus on both things at once. When his index finger drags up between Sam's cheeks, just barely parting them and making Sam's body veritably quake, Dean is hardly pressing their open mouths together. When his touches go back to massaging with a strong hand or tracing the dips and peaks of his ass like he's memorizing it, he pushes against Sam's mouth insistently, lips and teeth tugging and demanding attention until Sam finds his senses again and dives back into his mouth. Fucking gorgeous ass. Dean starts mumbling between kisses. He seems to be trying to touch everywhere at once, roaming down between Sam's thighs to brush sensitive skin. People's fucking necks go rubber when you bend over in public. Makes me so fucking crazy. Sam nearly asks if it's his ass that makes Dean crazy or the fact that other people are looking. He so nearly does, but goddamn if he's too scared of getting a joke in return. Despite how full-on Dean's being and the perfect, perfect things he's saying, 
Sam's got a life conditioning of disappointments and letdowns whispering in his ear that it's not worth the risk. Instead, his voice comes out gruff when he says, You gonna keep feeling me up like a high schooler, or are we getting to third base sometime soon? Ouch. Dean laughs after a barely there hesitation. Didn't know you were so eager, he says, which has to be well-veiled sarcasm because Sam's not sure how he could be any more obviously eager without taking Dean's hand and climbing on top of it. He doesn't get a chance to respond when Dean shifts and cups the back of his head, thumb tucked behind his ear. He tugs Sam down until his face is buried in the crook of Dean's shoulder. Now why don't you put your mouth to better use while I show you some real touching? The salt of Dean's skin stings Sam's lips, and he opens them instantly to taste it. He licks past the bitterness of faded aftershave and the smell of leather that Dean's jacket always leaves behind. That's it. Dean murmurs through a shiver. And lift up. With a pat to his ass. Sam obeys automatically, going one better by spreading his legs and panting into Dean's neck when a hand slips between them. Dean shifts down the bed, and Sam chases the skin he was sucking on, angle awkward but unwilling to part ways. There's a chuckle from Dean that ruffles Sam's hair, followed by a little scritch to his scalp that melts his insides. When he grazes the tendon in Dean's neck up to his ear, Dean groans. Apparently done wasting time, he shoves practically his entire arm down the back of Sam's, thank God for elastic waists, sweats, cups the underside of Sam's cock, and presses his index finger straight over the moist slit. Shit. Sam hisses as Dean rubs pre-cum into the hot skin, body unsure whether to take the sensation as pain or pleasure, such sudden attention to all those lit nerves. Okay, Dean asks, though he doesn't stop touching, closing his fingers around the head and circling slowly until Sam's twitching into the movement, hips trying to fuck into the circle of his hand. Yeah, Sam just gets out, mouth wet and open at the point of Dean's jaw, brushing his lips at the five o'clock shadow just to make them tingle. Dean shudders, ticklish, and lifts his shoulder to push Sam's head away. Sam only relents because Dean drags the sticky tips of his fingers down the vein that curves along Sam's cock. He presses gently between the seam of his balls and then ventures higher until there's a ghost of a touch over Sam's hole. Sam nearly swallows his tongue while Dean hums thoughtfully, petting lightly, making the muscle clench in response. Need something, Sammy. Dean decides, leaning up on his other arm. He's moving before Sam really understands, hand pulling out of Sam's pants, making the waistband snap. He doesn't leave Sam guessing for long, that same arm coming to wrap around his shoulder and tap fingers against his mouth. Spit. The gears finally shift into place, slamming against the front of his skull. Anticipation fills his gut and makes his mouth helpfully water. Dean's fingers smell faintly of Sam. When he sees Dean's face properly for the first time in what feels like ages, 
sees he's far from unaffected by what he's doing. Cheeks flushed and eyes wide, watching Sam's mouth intently. Sam throws caution to the wind. If Dean wants to skew this thing beyond all recognition, Sam can play that game. After all, Dean taught him the rules. Without breaking eye contact, he catches two of Dean's fingers in his mouth and goes down on them until his lips meet webbing. He pushes his tongue between them and flicks the tip against the fleshy pads at their base, making sure they're as slick as possible before he pulls back on one slow, firm suck, taking the last traces of pre-cum with it. Dean hisses in a breath through his teeth and then bites his lip. His gaze flickers from Sam's mouth to his eyes and back, waiting for him to do something else. Sam holds a beat with his heart in his throat. Another. And then Dean's eyelids flutter, and he pushes his fingers back into Sam's mouth. Sam doesn't do anything at first. Just lets Dean stroke the side of his tongue and feel the softness of his inner cheeks and lips. Watching Dean swallow heavily and sway closer, Sam closes his teeth on Dean's fingers and smirks just a little. All the wrong emotions behind it, even if it seems like the thing to do. But Dean doesn't smirk back. He doesn't crack a joke or do anything Sam expects. When does he ever, these days? He closes those last few inches between them and kisses the corner of Sam's mouth until the smirk goes away. Sam swallows, confused, which pushes Dean's fingers against the roof of his mouth and forces a weak noise out of Dean. He swipes his tongue slowly back and forth in the bends of Dean's knuckles until Dean pulls away and looks at him again. Now he's smirking, though, a familiar expression Sam latches onto readily because it's always easier to handle a cocky Dean than an earnest one. You just got a kink for fingers, huh? Don't care where I stick them. Dean says with a toothy grin. He wiggles the digits in Sam's mouth, tapping on his tongue. Sam narrows his eyes at the taunt, even as he blushes, because it's close enough to true. Less fingers in general, more Dean's specifically. But hey, to remind him of just where he wants those fingers to go next. Dean nudges them carefully in his mouth, and he takes them deeper without pause, making Dean's smile widen. Yeah, see, that's what I thought. Huffing through his nose, Sam ignores him and swallows them completely again until they hit the back of his throat and Dean shuts up. Pulling off and then sinking down again, Sam breathes deliberately and catches Dean's eye again when his brother curves the tips of his fingers down at the end of a stroke, so that instead of jabbing at his uvula, they touch just barely at the opening of his throat. It reminds Sam of taking Dean's cock in the same way, the sheer girth of it pressing down into him and the memory is so disarming that he has to push Dean's wrist away so he can breathe properly. Sorry, did I? Dean starts, but Sam shakes his head quickly, cutting him off. There's lube in my back, he says, lifting a finger to point over the side of the bed. Dean just stares at him for a minute, looking between his spit-drenched fingers and the place Sam is pointing. It happens slowly but inevitably as Sam knew it would, 
a grin plumping Dean's cheeks until it turns into incredulous laughter. It's an impossible thing not to match that kind of glee when it's on Dean's face, so he doesn't bother trying. You're fucking smartass, Dean says, punching Sam's shoulder as best he can with their arms all tangled up together. When Sam dodges it, Dean ups the ante and wipes his fingers all over Sam's forehead and nose, snorting when he gets shouted at for it. That's what you get for drooling all over me when you had lube right there the whole time. You never asked, jerk off. Sam gripes, fighting the smile down. He's pretty sure Dean will forgive him, aversion to slobber aside, but he pushes his luck by wiping his face on Dean's tank while he can't really fight back. Didn't ask for such a pain in the ass little brother either. That didn't stop mom and dad. Dean mutters, leaning precariously off the bed, backward, to rummage through Sam's duffel. Whatever, you love me, Sam says without thinking. Dean snorts and raises a brow, peering at him briefly from the corner of his eye. Love the handjobs, anyway. And it's just a joke. Sam knows that. Objectively, he knows that. If he was stupid enough, after all these years and everything they've been through together, to think that Dean doesn't love him, well, people as stupid as that don't last too long in the supernatural hunting game. He'd be dead. Dead and in the heaven he shares with his brother. Because they're soulmates. So yeah, intellectually, no problem. Joke noted and filed. The emotional part of him? the one that overclocks on all cylinders all the time when it comes to Dean, it doubles over like it's been gutshot. Dean loves sex. It's the world's worst-kept non-secret. He loves sex, and he has it often. Or he used to. Even with regular hookups, they started taking what they could from each other, and it worked. Sam wishes like hell he could figure out when things started getting complicated. He knows he's missing something in the bigger picture, eyes too tight on the details and too close to view impartially. What he sees is Dean not getting laid on the regular anymore, then things getting heated, literally and otherwise, between them. He sees the consequences of trusting outsiders get more dangerous, less worth the risk, even casually, then notices Dean gravitating closer to him than ever. He sees himself falling, deeper down the rabbit hole, in love with his brother, then starts second-guessing every sideways glance Dean shoots him. So Dean can joke about loving the sex more than Sam all he likes, but Sam grew up learning to take advantage of every convenience because you never knew when the next one would come along. And that means Dean did too. Who the hell knows what his motivations are in all this? Is watching porn together a flimsy pretense for more? Or just the way Dean's mind works? Sam feels like he can't even trust his own perspective anymore, and it's making him crazy. Hey, Bright Spark, you listening, or should I go take care of this in the bathroom? Looking up, Sam finds Dean standing beside the bed, lube in one hand and the other cupping his cloth-covered dick. He laughs can't help it, because the image is almost comical, except for how it's incredibly hot in ways it really, really shouldn't be to a guy's brother. Dude, 
The indignation just makes Sam want to laugh harder, but he gets it together before Dean ends up actually offended. He already looks one snort away from putting his hands on his hips, and besides, Sam's not laughing at Dean so much as the situation. But now's probably not a good time to get into semantics. Sorry. Sam half-asses. Not that he's really looking. He registers Dean's loss of the wife beater and all the tempting skin it reveals. His gaze ticks in thick but softly defined muscles, trailing down to thighs that could snap a small tree in half into the widest curve of bowed legs. His lingering grin widens again at the sight. God, he loves Dean's legs. Cracks cowboy jokes at any opportunity, sure, but watching him walk down a street is one of Sam's favorite pastimes. Quit leering, pervert. Sam glances up just in time to catch the tail end of an eye roll. The smug, heavy-lidded look he also catches gives him plenty of reasons to keep staring unabashedly, and it's around Dean's hips that he gets stuck. Dean's free hand is pressing out the shape of his cock in his boxer briefs in an overt display. The length is hard and heavy, the sight of it making Sam suck in a breath too fast. Dean watches him and wraps his fingers around the head, squeezing lightly just once. The already ample wet spot spreading wider and flattens his hand to smooth back and forth over the shaft where it's curved and pressed against his hip by the material constraining it. Just as Sam can't stand the silence anymore, Dean says, We got some catching up to do. He nods at the laptop and shakes the lube suggestively. The men in the video are still going, their heads buried in each other's groins, one with lips tight around stiff flesh and the top with his fingers still buried in the other's ass, tongue dancing between the digits. It's hot in the visual sucker punch way that down and dirty porn always is, but for Sam, it's a means to an end. You gonna take your sweats off like I asked, or did you need some help with that? Dean asks through a grin. Blushing, scowling, Sam mumbles something unflattering as he strips them off his body. He doesn't have time to get shy about being bare-assed and ass-up beneath Dean's gaze, because while Dean does stare, he also shucks his own boxers in record time. Climbing back onto the bed, Dean straddles Sam's left leg, pops the top of the lube, and then there's a whole lot of it puddling in the dip of his lower back. Oh, come on, I just had a shower. He complains automatically. Dean snorts, flicking the lid closed and tossing it behind him. You're gonna need another one by the time I'm through with you, so get over it. The promise shuts Sam up effectively enough, but then he nearly swallows his tongue as Dean drags a fingertip from the pool of lube into the cleft of his ass. It paints a short, slick trail until there's none left on Dean's finger, prompting him to go back, collect more, and then retrace his path. He only repeats the move one more time before his finger meets Sam's entrance. Sam's breath comes out noisier than he intended it to, so he drops his head to press his mouth to the back of a hand. Dean's touch is reigniting all those nerves that had banked to embers, and he's pretty certain he's going to end up moaning and writhing like a fish on a hook by the end of all this.
and that single finger is still just smearing lube, massaging it into every soft wrinkle of skin, Dean otherwise silent. Do something, Sam mutters, the words muffled by his hands. Whether Dean hears him or not, the tip of a finger presses in gently to the first knuckle. Sam breathes tightly, adjusting to that initial moment of being open on something, and then consciously relaxes so Dean can go deeper. He nearly curses when Dean pulls out again, then realizes it's only so he can get more lube, fingers slipping in the small of Sam's back before returning to his ass. With the hand that's not dripping, Dean smooths over a cheek and then uses the hold to spread them apart. The slicked fingers on his other hand paint over and around Sam's hole, making him shiver with every pass. It's the kind of worshipping touch Dean had used that night in the shower, appearing so absorbed with just touching, feeling, that it had Sam's knees going weak. It has the same effect now, only Sam's less likely to fall over and crack his skull on the floor. Ready? Dean asks, voice low. Yes. Sam bursts out, half impatience and half nerves. Dean's laugh is shaky, and then one of his fingers sinks all the way in on one sure, steady stroke. Groaning, Sam tenses up and draws his shoulders in. Dean leaves his finger where it is, other hand moving to pet over the mound of Sam's ass and down his thigh. He rubs soothingly while Sam gets accustomed. It shouldn't seem like much, he figures, and it's not painful, but Dean has thick fingers, strong, and Sam's wound up even tighter than usual. Eventually, Sam flexes, uncomfortable with the stillness, and Dean squeezes the back of his thigh and starts moving his finger. A slow pull out and press back in. It gets a hell of a lot better after that, arousal building in Sam's gut as it goes on, stuttered moans falling more frequently from his mouth. Dean picks up the pace in response to the cues from Sam's body, so it's not long before the knuckles of his other fingers are bumping Sam's skin in a quick rhythm. You like that, Sammy? Dean asks breathlessly. Sam can only nod frantically in response, too busy panting. You want more yet? Just as Sam's about to groan out a yes, Dean rolls the pad of his finger at the end of a thrust and brushes a spot that lights Sam up. His whole body flinches and he pushes back, chasing the touch. Dean obliges, fucking back in and rubbing his finger in tiny circles against the gland until Sam's stomach drops out and he whimpers, jerking away from the sudden sensitivity. Even as yellow specks fade from behind his eyelids, he hears a faint moan and shudders when he feels Dean grind against the back of his leg, the heat of his cock like a brand on the sensitive skin behind his knee. More. Sam croaks, clenching deliberately on Dean's finger. Dean makes a guttural sound and twists the digit as he withdraws it, making Sam's breath cut off. Recoding his fingers in lube, he upsets the balance of the stuff in Sam's lower back and sends a slow drip of it over his side, making him shiver convulsively. Gonna open you up so good, Dean says, 
the words are quiet enough that Sam wonders if he was meant to hear them. He takes a deep breath, trying to control his emotions, to not overthink it, and then groans the thought away as Dean starts pushing in again. The stretch is enough that Sam would almost think Dean's gone for three straight away, except he knows he wouldn't, not without saying something. Yeah. Sam moans pathetically, only half conscious of the way he's rocking back into the thrust of Dean's hand. Get on your knees. Dean orders quietly, sending Sam scrambling to obey. He keeps his fingers inside Sam as he moves, making him pant when his muscles tighten around Dean's fingers as he settles into position. That's better, Dean says, sounding distracted. He strokes his thumb against the slick rim, hugging his fingers, moving them shallowly. Sam jumps a second later and nearly swallows his tongue when he feels breath, followed by a warm lick over the inside of his ass cheek. Oh, damn. Dean coughs a second later. Why the hell did you buy this lube? It tastes like battery acid. Groaning and laughing at the same time because it's just his fucking luck, Sam replies, I didn't exactly buy it with this in mind, Dean. Really? It's only one word, but Sam could almost swear there's something like surprise in it. Maybe disappointment. It makes his fingers curl in the covers. Well, your loss. Buy the fruity junk next time so we can both get something out of it. Sam's eyes glaze a little at the confirmation of Dean wanting a next time like this one. But, hey, we both know I can make you come like a Mack truck just with these, so no harm done, right? The wiggle of Dean's fingers inside him to accompany the words makes Sam arch and gasp. God, stop fucking around and do it if you're so sure. Sam complains, short of breath, when Dean chuckles smugly at the response. Yeah, all right. Dean says, smile in his voice. He doesn't waste time. In the next moment, he sinks his fingers deep, curls them into Sam's prostate, and then draws them out before Sam can react. It leaves Sam a breath behind every thrust, unable to catch up or find Dean's rhythm as his hand pushes against Sam's ass again and again. <sighs> Sam pants every time Dean's knuckles press against him, fingertips teasing the spot that makes his belly clench with each stroke. God, Dean mutters, holding still every few thrusts just to make Sam push back to take them in again. He rewards Sam with a kiss of teeth on the outside of his ass and hard shoves of his wrist until Sam's punched breaths go higher pitched. Sooner than before, he asks, Can you take another? Want to see you stretch for him. Sam writhes against the bed, fists clenching until his joints hurt. Yeah, come on, he chokes out. There's no verbal reply, but he feels Dean jack himself briefly, his cock dripping against the back of Sam's thigh, where he's pressed close. He stops and breathes harshly like he's trying to control himself, then lets go to grab Sam's hip, fingers slipping with precum. The knowledge makes Sam squeeze his eyes closed and breathe through his nose. He growls when Dean pulls his finger from his hole. I know, baby, hang on. 
Dean spits onto his fingers to prime the lube and rubs them over Sam's entrance. One digit, and then two sinking in to spread it around until he slides easily again. Sam's still stuck on being called Baby, his heart pounding uncomfortably fast, not sure if he should call Dean out on the pet name or ignore it in hopes he accidentally says it again. The decision's taken out of his hands when three fingers, feeling impossibly huge, start nudging their way in. He whimpers, unable to keep from tightening instinctively, and grabs the frame at the end of the bed. Dean murmurs reassurances and tells him to relax, even when Sam's sure he is relaxed, and it's not his fault Dean's got fat fingers or something. That earns him a snort when he whines it aloud. Come on, Sammy. I know you can take it. You're okay. Just let me in. Dean rumbles a little desperately to Sam's ears. Breathing deeply through his nose, Sam tries to take conscious control of his muscles, a skill learned over the years but never employed quite like this. He releases the breath slowly and steadily, body loose enough for a few moments that Dean's fingers, though not without effort, manage to push as far as they'll go. Oh, fuck, that's it. Dean moans, holding his fingers there and grinding against the back of Sam's thigh. Sam whimpers, clenching around the digits and fighting to stay relaxed as Dean withdraws too slowly. God, you should see this. He says with a groan. His fingertips just barely remain inside Sam. So fucking sweet, all spread open for me. Should see the way your asshole clings to me. Who needs porn when you can have this? Jesus. Is it okay? Yeah, just... Dean, please. Sam implores, needing more because listening to Dean talk like that is akin to putting food in front of a starving man. Yeah. Dean breathes. He squeezes Sam's hip and bends to rub his cheek against Sam's ass, planting a lingering kiss after. Gonna give you what you want, Sam. Whatever you need. Not everything I need. Sam thinks hazily a second before Dean's fingers start moving, withdrawing from a grip that's so reluctant to let him go and forcing their way relentlessly back in while Sam pushes back to meet him, though the stretch is almost too much at first. He doesn't care if it makes him ache for the next thousand miles. Letting Dean manipulate and own his body like this is devastatingly satisfying. Fuck. Sam curses, gasping as Dean twists his wrist down and speeds up, fingers reaching for his prostate now with every thrust. He rocks with the force Dean uses, every breath a strained sound of pleasure, loud enough that he can't hear if Dean's speaking or making any noise himself. He wishes he could make himself quiet down, but as his orgasm starts reaching tendrils from his core, it's getting harder to bite back the words he wants to spill like an avalanche. Not today. Not like this, when Dean could shrug them off as something born to the heat of the moment and laugh at it. When Dean reaches for his cock, he's pretty sure he loses the ability to speak anyway, shouting wordlessly instead. He's so fucking close. Dean's hands on and inside him are a combo he won't be able to resist for long. Dropping his head, he looks down the shadowed length of his body 
to where Dean's hand grips him, barely moving. It doesn't need to, Sam realizes, because he's pushing himself into the circle of Dean's fist at the same time as he ruts back onto his fingers. It's pathetically wanton and needy, but he can't stop, chasing the end. His face feels like it's burning, sweat dripping from it and down his shoulders, making his skin shiver all over. When he starts chanting Dean's name, he shoves his face into the bed, biting the comforter until his jaw aches. His own sounds are finally muffled enough to hear Dean, who's muttering breathlessly an endless stream of words. There you go. That's it. Come on, baby. You're so close. It's going to be so good. I want to feel it. Feel you around me when you blow. God, what I wouldn't do to feel that on my dick. Fuck the cum right out of you. Do it. Sam cries into the bed, spitting the damp, musty material from his mouth when he realizes Dean probably can't hear him. Do it. He begs, says again, wanting it too much to take it back when his brain tries to think better of it. When Dean's motion screeches to a halt, Sam swallows and pushes up to look over his shoulder. Dean's staring back, eyes wide and shell-shocked, face all flushed pink and hair wet along the edges. His eyes search frantically at Sam's, who bites his lip and tries to show just how much he wants it, rocking back onto the fingers still buried inside him. Dean's gaze shoots down to the sight and then back to Sam's face. A shudder is visible as it tears through Dean's body, his eyes drooping closed for only a moment. Everything speeds up with a frantic air after that. Without a word, Dean tugs his fingers from Sam, who cringes a little at the sudden emptiness. There's something like a quick, apologetic stroke at his ass, and then the mattress is bouncing wildly as Dean gets to his knees and crawls between Sam's thighs. Sam's heartbeat races with the knowledge that this is about to happen, and he's suddenly anxious. Before it can show in his face, he looks away from Dean, from the sight of his flushed hard length and the shine of copious precum dripping over his fingers as he squeezes from the base to the tip. Are you sure? Dean's voice is hoarse. He touches the hot, wet head of his cock to Sam's hole, resting so close but not quite sinking into the small space his fingers left there. Sam's too shocked by the feeling to reply head all muddled up. Sammy, are you sure? Yeah, come on, just... I'm serious, Sam. You gotta be sure. Dean persists. Sam doesn't know how he does it, can feel the heat Dean's putting off, how obviously he wants it. Does he need a better excuse? A quick glance at the laptop shows the two men having progressed to fucking, all fevered motion and intrusive camera angles. Sam shoves his own feelings down, right down deep, and says, I'm sure, come on, we gotta catch up with the video, right? He points out, echoing Dean's comment from earlier. When Dean doesn't reply immediately or just, fuck, get inside him, something uncomfortable starts pressing on his chest. That's not... Dean starts, hands clenching tight on Sam's hips. They shake a little. Is that what you think I... Opening and closing his mouth, Sam tries to figure out what kind of response he's meant to give. 
what he can say without giving himself away. What Dean wants to hear, because right now the game, this fucking game they've been playing for way too long to remember the original roles, isn't making sense anymore. You'd really let me, wouldn't you? You think I'd... Even though you think I'm... Dean's voice trails off from a whisper, and he stills. Like a record scratching to a halt, Sam's breath cuts short. He tries to think through the upheaval and shredding emotion and the fog of desperate arousal that's still burning through him like there's gunpowder in his veins and someone lit a match. What? Dean, please. I can't. Dean says abruptly. The words are like a shot in the dark. Too loud. Too abrupt. I can't do this. While Sam's throat seizes up and his heart tries to escape the cage of his ribs, Dean clamors off him, off the bed, mattress bouncing in his wake. Sam can't speak. He can't move. He stares at his own hands, fisted in the comforter. Hears himself shouting Dean's name, but only in his head, the sound too desperate to let out. He can't hear Dean's words repeating over and over. I can't. I can't. Can't do this. Can't. But he doesn't know if they're memory or if Dean's still saying them as he pulls on the bare minimum of clothes in Sam's peripheral vision. Leather jacket and frayed jeans over his slick, naked form. Barely a pause for shoes before he's crashing out the door and into the night. The white-knuckle grip Sam has on the bed cover makes his hands shake, but he can't seem to let go. There's a pressure building in his chest, and he wonders if he's going to have a heart attack. It'd be a pretty mundane way to go after all he's been through, at least. Better than spilling his insides on some dirty floor in an abandoned house when a demon finally gets to jump on him. When the pressure reaches the capacity of his lungs, it's not his heart that bursts. Not physically, anyway. The sob that can't push past the tightness of his throat makes his whole body convulse. Cotton rips apart under his forehead, where he's laid his head on his fists. Once that first sob is free, a sound comes out of his throat that he's only heard a few times before, wrenched and strangled and full of pain. Horror and humiliation rear up in its aftermath, the realization of what's just happened making him gasp for breath. Face hot and eyes wet with tears he can't check and hardly feels. He drags his legs together, wincing at the sticky cling of lube between his cheeks, and doesn't know if he's ever felt as exposed as he does right then, even with no one to see him. If he had the strength, he'd get under the covers, but as it is, even his hands lose their grip as a spasm of weakness goes through them. He uncurls his fingers, ignoring the disagreeable pops in the joints. A moan breaks through the sound of his own heartbeat throbbing in his ears, and he looks up. The video on the laptop is still playing, registering for the first time since Dean. A pulse of anger and mortification goes through him, and he slams the lid closed, cutting off the sight and sound that suddenly seems so tacky and affected. Saliva floods his mouth, and he's sure he's going to be sick. What was he thinking? What the hell was he doing? He'd begged Dean, begged him to fuck him. He'd spread his legs so readily, so obliviously needy, 
and Dean had known it. He'd been too disgusted to even do it, repelled by the idea of Sam wanting. But Sam sobs again, and this time he can't stop the ones that follow. Months and months of trying to make sense of how he feels, or even whether it makes sense or not. All these months of being emotionally scattered, sleep-deprived, and so fucking confused, it finally comes to a head. Now the hurt and embarrassment, the fear that what he's done will finally be the thing that drives Dean away, is overwhelming, and he cries like a fucking baby, zero control of himself, until his face and the bed cover under him is wet and tacky. By the time he's done, completely wrung out, his temples throb with a headache. His mind is blissfully empty, though, and he's more than happy to keep it that way as he crawls off the bed and goes to the bathroom. He blows his nose and cursorily cleans lube from his skin, washes his face without looking in the mirror, then barely has the energy to put the laptop on the floor and strip the soiled comforter from the mattress before collapsing onto the sheets. He falls asleep, or passes out shortly after. Either way is fine with him. <laughs>